Welcome to the Logger and Listings Podcast with JFK Properties. This podcast gives real estate investors, experts, and entrepreneurs an opportunity to share their stories over a casual beverage. Hosted by the founding members of JFK Properties, an investment company that specializes in commercial and residential real estate. So sit back, grab a drink, and listen to this real, insightful, and sometimes funny podcast on real estate investing and entrepreneurship. All right. So, Kurt, now that uh, we've gone through kind of some of our fears, tell us about your fears getting into investing. I think the fear of, you know, the memory of what happened in 2007, losing money, dealing with a wife at the time, you know, ex-wife and her doubts, her fears with what had happened. I really didn't have a, I guess, fear myself. It was more fear of those around me, like having younger kids and what if it doesn't work again and, and all of that. When it came to investing itself, I thought that we approached it the right way, where we took our time to discuss it, learn about it. We surrounded ourselves with you know some people that were years ahead of us that were willing to help us, to educate us. So I think we took the right approach, which reduced that fear of the unknown. But yeah, I'd say that was definitely no fear. Those around, not necessarily internally. And it ties into how do you overcome or how did you overcome those fears? Was building that team to begin with? I think definitely building that team to begin with. I think all of us being on the same page. Like I remember for me, when we made that decision that we're going to take the courses, the day that we all showed up, the first day of the course was like, okay, we're in together. Like we're all on the same page. We all want to learn. We all want to do this. Right. And after that, that fear of the unknown, I'm like, okay, we're together. We're a team. And then obviously I knew people in the industry that were investors already that were, had offered their help and support if we needed it. So after that, yeah, it's good to go. Kind of piggybacking on what you said is having people that you know and trust really helps alleviate that fear. And and it's not that we haven't gone through our own challenges because we, you know, we're very similar in a lot of ways, but we're all very different in a lot of ways as well. So, which is great in some cases and it creates challenges in others. So mm-hmm. within a partnership, as with any business partnership, there's challenges that are prevalent to it. But I think going into it with people that were kind of in the same mindset, the same trust or the same mentality that I had and the trust level was there really put me at ease. And if you guys are comfortable with it and I'm not, well, I feel better about it because two people that I trust are comfortable. So that certainly was a big aspect for me was the partnership aspect and the trust that the three of us have. And knock on wood, just going on with your story, we've not had, I don't think we've had any instances where We've all just sat around and been like, I don't know. I don't think this one's going to work or that one's going to work. I think we've all been pretty easy. I mean, we all have our certain things to say about certain properties or whatever, but we've easily worked through it. It hasn't been a deal breaker or it has not been something where we're all throwing our hands up in the air and like, okay, you want to do it, you do it, or you're on your own kind of deal. We've always been able knock on wood so far to work through all that because again with the ease of partnership and mindset and the goals that we have i think it's just made it so much easier to get rid of that fear and i think we've had that before where we've 
you know, maybe one of us where I'm saying, well, I don't know if I agree, but you guys are both in favor. And it does add that credibility to it for me because, okay, well, I'm not 100% sold, but these two are. So I'm in on this because as a group, we're in on this. And right. I do think that makes a difference. I think um, one thing that's important for people to understand, especially in a partnership, like we didn't just decide it was just three of us. Like we actually talked about, okay, we need three people because if there is a tough decision to be made, two or three wins. Right. And it's not always easy, but it works. Right. At the same time, in most relationships, some relationships, you need a safe word. We have a safe word, which we've used several times, which has worked extremely well. And I don't know who to ask first, maybe for us, because it was probably a little bit more traumatic for you, how the safe word started on our first trip to Sudbury and uh, why it's important to you. Well, back to Kurt saying you need a safe word. You definitely need a safe word when you've got a weak stomach as mine. We, we took the venture out there to go look at our very first property. And I remember pulling up and, you know, like, okay, yeah. What was it, a 10 or a 12 unit? 10 unit in Chemi. Chemi right. Chelmsford. Chelmsford, yes. And, uh, well, the whole drive, we're talking about this. We're talking real estate. We're talking. We already uh, had it, a deal on it, right? Oh, yes, we had did. it under contract. Yes, we had this under contract and we were going to go see it. Check it out. We did we no, we did not have the inspector there yet. We were just going to go physically look at it because I was okay. Kurt was okay. Kurt was very okay. I was really good <laughs> on spreadsheet. It looked amazing. And Jerry's like, no, I want to go see it. And I thought, well, shit, I'm going along for the ride because I'm not missing out. But we get there. This thing's under contract. A real estate agent, I believe, was not there. He was on a family vacation, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Sends a partner over to, to show the place or whatever and, and told the people that were coming. So parked the truck. We did the walk around, as everyone should. Seemed okay. Not sure what myself or Kurt was really looking at. but I'm Jerry, not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When we got in the truck and did the walk around, I just saw dollar signs floating through the air. Correct. I didn't see what didn't, the property you, looked you like. You literally did not seem interested I, pointing things out to Jerry. and I saw it from the outside and thought, oh my God, we right. just put an offer in on this place. What right. the fuck? Right. <laughs> yep. But again, I was listening to Kurt and he was seeing dollar signs and I was like, okay. And I'm like, Jerry, what are you thinking? Well, Jerry was thinking dynamites, but that's, that's all fine and dandy. But when you want to talk about memories and fears and all this let's let's talk about the first unit i went into <laughs> so i um and code word this is where the story is going it's all about code word so the first unit was yeah. interesting because i remember that you know we were waiting for the broker to show up and this guy came very friendly and said do you guys want to come in and we're like no we're going to wait for the broker that's right and then the broker pulls up and like you do when you're viewing a property you go in and I don't remember who went in the door first, but was it you, Jerry, that went in first? Probably. 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 <laughs> I remember <laughs> seeing Faraz's face after he went in. And what did you see exactly that uh, caused that face of what I call fear and panic? Well, to begin with, when he said, you know, we were sitting in the truck waiting as polite as can be as any normal person. We sat there waiting for our guy that was representing us to go in. 
But this guy just continuously kept on staring at the truck and staring at us. And I think at one time he waved us over oh, and I saw him. But what I also saw was like the apparatuses that was like hanging out of his legs and the tubes and stuff. And that was that was where scare came into play. So for people Again, listening, for all the politically correct people, we're not laughing at what the condition of the person was we're laughing at Perez's reaction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for, for most, you know, average people seeing that is, does not induce fear and panic for Faraz, It does something different. hundred percent. So you didn't make it inside. Once a broker was there, you didn't make it inside. I did a few steps in. Yeah. Okay. And then what happened when you stepped in? Then I turned to my left and, and saw a body laying on a bed and and I could tell that the guy saw my face and saw the panic and saw me look at you guys. And he's like, oh, no, no, that's just my son. He's been laying there for the last three years. And they told me he'd only be around for three months. And then I just I was ready to leave. Yeah, <laughs> was this so was our first property under contract. Yeah. <laughs> now, in fairness, this was the first time as a group we went and viewed a property. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. in hindsight, it was clean was not a disaster like some of the other places we've gone into which we'll tell you guys about but as we kind of went through i remember like each room in that unit had like hospital type beds and stuff like that yeah and so for as in fear i'm now questioning the numbers the numbers are still good now i'm questioning okay is this the right first deal and despite all of this jerry takes it upon himself to venture into the basement yeah he was on his own because that's what you do when you're looking at a house or a property. You go look at everything. We drove four and a half fucking hours. Yeah. I, I, think, I, I think I was still at the front door. <laughs> I think you were out the front door. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when I, I went, went downstairs, basement, yeah. I might still be in the basement because you guys would have been gone. Oh, yeah. We're not staying away. I've seen horror movies. <laughs> right. Right. The basement was probably the nicest part of the unit, by the way. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, well, it, was, it was nice. He can say that all he wants, Kurt. You and I will never know. No, nope, we'll never know. Never yeah. know. We almost got to door two, though. Almost. And I think that's where the safe word happened, wasn't that's it? where the safe word came in. This is true. So yeah. for those listening that don't know what the safe word is, Jerry, what's the safe word? Shithole. Yeah. Yeah. And that was when we called it. We was shithole. We got to one unit out of 10 and we called it a shithole and we left. And Kurt to this day will tell you that it's his biggest regret in real estate investing ever. Yep. I will say 100% it was the right move. There might have been potential with commercial, but and dynamite. What what did we talk about after that? When we saw that property, the conversation became what? If we couldn't send a family member there, do we want to buy the property? Yeah. Well, we said it was if we can't see our kids comfortably living in there, maybe moving on or moving out or a school or, you know, some sort of living situations. If we couldn't see our own children live in there, we're not doing it. I definitely agree with that. There are some properties we own now. I don't know if I'd want my yeah. kids living. Uh, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> As newbie investors, that was the dream and the vision. We and were like, very high at the time. Yeah. Maybe, my morals. <laughs> maybe I'm becoming a good influence. Like, yeah, just trust the numbers. 
Right. Because the reality is, and you know, for those of you that yeah, have you not invested, now, Kurt. Yeah, you barely. Never does. Used. <laughs> he does. You have three pictures of the outside. I'm like, yeah, it looks like a building. <laughs> yeah. um, but for it's those of you that that don't invest in property, it's tough right now. Like, it really is a tough market to find cash flowing property. So if you find something in the past, you know, few months, six months, a year, and we're in 2022 in February, if the pictures look great, it's going to go over asking. And as an investor, the numbers don't work. You got to walk. So we have adjusted a little bit where we may not send our kids to live there until it's cleaned up. Right. (laughs) But it's not something that Jerry wants to blow up with dynamite. Lipstick and makeup. Yeah. Happy medium. Happy medium. So that was the first property that we saw. And obviously that trip was, I think we stayed two days. And then the next day we met our agent, Gary. Right. It was phenomenal, by the way. Gary, if you're listening to this, we love you. Thank you for everything that you've done. You're part of JFK. It's JFK G in our books. Right. We appreciate you. But the next day we actually met Gary for the first time. And everything that we looked at was based on numbers in a spreadsheet. And he kind of walked us through and said, you know, Numbers may look good, but I need to figure out what you guys are really after. And I don't know the number of properties that we walked in, literally said shithole and walked out. By then he knew the code word and knew exactly what our likes were and what we were interested in after spending a little time with us. And yeah, he used that code word freely. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree with him every single time he's been right. The one that I will always remember I can't remember the street it was on, if it was Elm or something like that. And whoever owns it, I'm sorry, it was a shithole. <laughs> and I did not fully go into the first unit. And I think it was about eight units or something like that. Numbers were amazing on a main road in front of like bus stop, beautiful brick building on the outside. It was good. And then we go into the first unit. I think Gary and Jerry were the first ones in. Yeah. And I was too tall because they had this weird duck under and it was tight. And so what did you see when you went to the first unit? It was a bachelor apartment. So you walked in and you were in the kitchen, I guess. It was linoleum on that little patch of floor. So I assume it was the kitchen. And across the room, you had to take a step up and there was a washroom. And the washroom had, it was like up on a stage. It was like a strip joint, except it was a washroom upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) With no walls. No walls, nothing. It was just a toilet sitting up on a pedestal. Correct. And the toilet had shit running all down all sides. It was the most disgusting thing. And the guy was sitting in there like he had, I mean, he was just waiting for probably the next time he left the apartment was going to be when the welfare checks came in, I'm assuming. Or Uh, somebody putting him like rolling him out on a stretcher or something. Yeah. yeah, it was disgusting. And you couldn't walk in any further than Gary and I walked in. So, yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah. And then we walked across the hall to the other bachelor apartment in the basement. We walked in. And again, at this point, I'm pretty sure Fraz and Kurt had checked out. <laughs> uh, 100%. Um, I, I still saw a dollar sign. So I was like, okay, that's one. No, I was checked out. Raz could have been out in the truck at this point. I'm not sure. I should have been. Was this the cloud of smoke? Yeah. 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 So you walk in and there is one old recliner chair in the middle of the room and the smoke was halfway down. Like literally, if it was eight foot ceiling, it was four feet down. 
yeah. was just thick of cigarette smoke. And the whole building, I mean, I don't know how many units were in that building, but the whole building just reeked of smoke. And it was from that one unit. Yep. He just sat in a chair and smoked every day, all day. I'm sure of it. Yeah. So that was the first two units. And as we mentioned, we had a code word shithole. At this point, you would think one of the three of us <laughs> would have said it, but that wasn't the case. And we decided to no, continue. I, I see. We just, we were mind blowing and we were dumbfounded. And we were like, nothing can beat this shithole, but it looks like another, another one. I think we called shithole, but let's keep going. With yeah. it. It was, it's like driving by a car wreck, right? You got to check it out. Right. You don't, you don't want to see what's happening, but you right. got to check it out. Let's see if someone's apartment can beat right. the throne. The first one good one. Right. <laughs> so we went, I think to a third unit where I remember this kid came pretty much naked to the door, knowing that people are coming to view the property, which was I don't even remember what the unit is. I just, we, I think we covered our eyes and walked back out. And then our agent, Gary, we love you again, said, there's a vacant unit that you guys should see just to, so you get the potential of the building. Get rid of these tenants, increase rents. So my mind goes to, okay, there's, there's, cash, cash, flow. <laughs> there's cash flow here. So then we go. He was really this. pandering to you at that point. Oh, he was hoping. He was hoping, <laughs> you know, maybe one of the three is like in, one of the other two may be convinced with this beautiful Get the numbers. Yeah. yeah. So I remember he opens the door <laughs> to the, the fourth unit that we saw. I think it was out of eight, eight units, maybe the vacant one. Yeah. The vacant unit. Vacant one. This is the one that was going to show us the potential of <laughs> kicking these tenants out and possibly making a great deal for ourselves. So for us, what was your first impression of the vacant unit? It was spectacular. I, I've a real never money maker. seen a vacant unit with that amount of stuff in it. <laughs> what I stuff? mean, there was a lot of new MacBooks in there. And ele- really? yeah, the electronics, the bongs, the costume, the gun. The gun. Well, the gun capped it, really. That was the capper. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I remember walking to the bedroom because I think I was the first in the bedroom right. and looked in the closet and saw the yellow sequin shirt i'm like okay i look on the table my first thought is is that real and i call you guys in and instead of running instead of calling the police so just getting out no, Fraz takes out his phone and takes a picture yeah. <laughs> while we were stepping on broken crack pipes and bongs and stuff yep yeah but i think there was a moment where we the three of us said we should maybe get out of this vacant unit before the guy who owns the gun or girl who owns the gun comes back. <laughs> Ready? And to eventually we did leave. Yeah. yeah. And we're here to tell the story. I'm pretty sure whoever's editing this video and who's running our social media, you may see the picture. We do have a picture of it. But um, yeah, I think overall with the first trip, it taught us a lot about, um, you know, obviously looking outside our market. You know, that numbers aren't necessarily everything. I can't believe I said that. I threw up a little bit in my mouth. Numbers may not be everything. It took but you at the end of that. It did take you seeing that to yeah. realize, correct? Yeah. For me to start looking at pictures. Fine. I'll give it that. <laughs> but certainly adventure. And it also shows that there's fun in it. Right. I remember us getting stuck in snow, which was probably talk about in a future episode. Maybe the next one. Talk about the best pizza in the world. Oh, my God. That pizza was awesome. <laughs> I want to go back. It's worth the four hour drive for that pizza and other adventures that we've had other properties. But out of this, we did end up with our first deal. And I think for the next episode, they will talk a little bit about 
our first deal and how that kind of launched, really launched AFK Properties. And all the drug crap didn't stop (laughs) with the deals we turned down. (laughs) No, no, not at all. Not at all. Yep. So, um, you know, I want to thank everybody again for uh, listening to this episode. Our apologies if it was a little bit longer than the initial one, but um, hopefully you got some value out of it. Hopefully you had some fun listening to us and we'll see you on the next episode. Stay tuned. Cheers. Cheers. If you've enjoyed listening to the Logger and Listings podcast, leave a like or a comment. Not only will we appreciate it, but it will also help this podcast grow organically and help other investors and entrepreneurs grow their businesses and have fun along the way.